So Ollie got a call from a family that lived in a, a big fancy house. Up, um, up a, couple, a couple neighborhoods north of where Ollie's apartment building was. They said, Ollie, we need your help. I think this old house is haunted. Well, I said, haunted? Okay. Well, I can certainly come, come take a look. So they set up a time for the next day for Ollie to come in the evening when they'd been seeing this strange effect. Really, they'd seen it at night, but they had Ollie come in the evening so they could kind of talk through it all. So he got there. And I said, well, Ollie, here's what's going on. There's two things. At night, we see these strange, these strange lights in a couple of the bedrooms. And like these, these shapes made out of light dancing across the wall. It's very creepy. And then in the morning, like first thing in the morning, oh, it's a little hard to predict when, there's this horrible screeching sound from over in the corner. Horrible metallic screeching sound from over in the edge of the room by the radiator. So we're not quite sure what kind of weird ghost this would be, but I know that you've got a lot of experience with things like that, so, so we thought we'd call you. And I said, all right, well, what do you know about the history of the house? And the woman said, well, we know some. The house was built in 1850, so it's kind of old. Not crazy old, but, but pretty old. And a number of different families have lived here. But the family that lived here the longest was the Smithwicks. And they were a wealthy family that had a lot of business in, in the textile trade, in fabrics and clothes and curtains and things like that. And uh, that's when they really built a lot of the fancier stuff in the house, although the house was always nice. Uh, other than that, there's not a whole lot of records of what, you know, what had gone on in the house. It's not like anybody got murdered or anything like that that we know about anyway. I said, all right, and you seem pretty sure it's a ghost. And the husband said, yeah, I mean, it's pretty ghosty. I don't know. I've never seen a ghost before, but it's spooky, man. You should see it. I says, well, I think that the answer is for me to see it, um, which I should probably just do a stakeout. Um, so you saw my rates. I said, oh, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about that. But, um... So you would just stay here all night and then, then watch the lights. Well, that's the idea, yeah. I think that could be effective. It sounds like it's pretty hard to describe, so if I see it with my own eyes, then that'll help me figure out what it is. I said, okay. Well, this, I know it happens in the guest room there almost every night. So if you want to just, you know, hang out there, um, that'd be fine. Uh, and we're you know, going to have some drinks and, and watch TV for a bit if you want to hang out. And I said, sure, what time do you usually see the lights? What time does it usually start? Said, oh, that's kind of in the middle of the night at like midnight to say 4 a.m. or so. I said, all right. So after everybody went to bed, 
Ollie was walking around the house. This was like 11 o'clock or so. And he was just trying to get a sense of the house, trying to hear it when it was quiet, with no people weren't rustling around. I should say that the house, it was the, the couple that lived there, they had kids, but their kids were grown up. And there was also a cat. Uh, and the cat's name was Baxter. They were like, the kids were like teenagers. No, they're like, they're like grown up. They lived in their own houses. You know. They'd grown up in the house, but they didn't live there anymore. They weren't old enough that they had their own families yet, but they had their own houses anyway, well, apartments or whatever. Anyway, they don't end up really coming into the story, so. Uh, but the cat was a cat, too. So I always saw some family pictures. They had a lot of, a lot of pictures up on the walls and on the shelves. They had a lot of fun when the kids were little. And there were some pictures from more recent years, too. Looks like they're still having fun. So I decided to go ahead and go up. <sighs> go up to the guest bedroom where he was to do his stakeout. He looked around and it was a it was a normal room. He had a nice kind of a adult sized spool bed in in dark mahogany with a white bedspread. And had a big closet and a dresser. And there was a, like a writing desk over in the corner. So I got out his journal and sat down to do some journaling to think about his day. I've been doing that for a little while when suddenly there was a faint light on the wall opposite the window. Well, he had turned off the main room light and just had a desk light on. As soon as he saw this faint light, he, he turned his desk light off. And then he could see it better. It was, it was kind of a rhombus, you know, not quite a square, but kind of pushed to the side. And it danced around. It was kind of weird. And he watched it, and it wasn't... It, didn't, it had soft edges, I guess, is what I mean to say. It wasn't like a hard, crisp, inverse shadow. It was kind of a diffuse light in a rhombus shape, at least around the edges. It wasn't very bright. But Ollie had also kind of come prepared. And so he reached into his bag as quietly as he could in case it really was a ghost. And he pulled out a little pouch, a little black pouch. He reached into the pouch, opened it up, pulled something out, and all of a sudden he tossed into the air a fine powder. It was something kind of like this flower, but a really finely ground flower, so it really poofed out into the air. And with that, all I could see not just the light on the wall, but the path that the light was taking through the room. It was coming in, coming in through the window. So quick to the window, Ollie went. 
Now that he could see the light beam, he could you know, stay out of its way. And he looked outside, trying to see what this strange light could be. The trouble was, he didn't really see anything. There wasn't a whole lot that you could see from there. And it wasn't like, he was kind of hoping he would go out there and see a neighbor kid with a flashlight or something like that. But, but he wasn't seeing anything. That's kind of confusing. Then he decided to go ahead and get it in the way of the uh, light and see what happened then. And nothing really happened. It cast a shadow, as Tentacle did, but, um, you know, it didn't scare away a ghost or anything. The light just continued kind of dancing idly around. And then Ollie opened up the window to try and stick his head out. And when that happened, then the light stopped right away. And he heard a scampering. But he couldn't see anything. It was too dark. Ollie waited for a while longer to see if the light would come back, but it didn't. So he kind of slept with one eye open. He slept lightly in case it came back, but it didn't come back. Then first thing in the morning, just a little bit past dawn, he heard the loud metallic hissing noise. I can't make it sound metallic with my mouth, but you get the idea. And it was loud. In fact, it kind of startled Ollie. But once he got done being startled, he went over by the corner where it was happening, and then and there was a radiator there. And I looked at it, and it was just a radiator vent. The screeching metallic sound. The screeching metallic sound, yeah. And I thought about that, and that was a little strange, but it was... Well, it was October. And the thing about October is that's when you start to turn on your steam heat system. So he thought, this might be two separate mysteries. So he took a look. The thing was still hissing. And there was a, um, there was kind of a, what would it be called? Like a shoehorn. There was a shoehorn in the corner of the room. And I took it and he tapped on the vent mechanism for this, for the radiator. He gave it a good solid wrapping, and when he did that, the hissing noise stopped. But he could hear hissing noises, metallic hissing noises, in other rooms. He thought, alright, the hissing noise is no ghost. The hissing noise is just a steam heat system that needs some maintenance. So, a little while later, Ollie went downstairs, and the family was there. And yeah, the couple was there, and they were having breakfast, and they said, ah, Ollie. Can I get you some, some coffee? And, uh, I don't know, we've got some cereal or bagels here if you want. He said, no, that's okay, I'll go out for breakfast, but I would love a cup of coffee, thank you. I made some coffee and I sat down and I said, well, I got you halfway there. The lady said, oh, what do you mean? I said, well, the hissing noise. I heard it too, but it's no ghost. I said, what do you mean? 
The hissing noise is just your radiators need maintenance. But, oh. So, yeah. Have you, um, when was the last time you had it serviced? She said, oh, that's embarrassing. You're, you're right. It's been probably four years since we've had it serviced. I thought it was a ghost, but you're right. I just need to have a technician out here to, to make some adjustments and check the pressure, huh? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm afraid so. Sorry for the anticlimactic. She said, no, that's okay. I'd rather that than the ghost, so is that what's caused the uh, mysterious lights, too? I said, that? Well, I don't think so. No. The lights are still mysterious. I saw it, too. I'd like to go out into your side yard and take a look around. I said, yeah, sure. Uh, go ahead, you want me to come with? I said, no, nah, let me go in. Let me go myself. I'm going to leave my coffee here. I can be pretty sneaky when I want to be. So Ollie went out very sneakily around to the side yard on the same side of the house that his, you know, his window was on. And he kind of looked up and he could see the window of the bedroom that he'd been in. He looked around on the ground where he'd heard the rustling. That's when he spotted something. He spotted a big shiny piece of tile. It was, it was kind of set into the garden. In fact, there were several of them, shiny pieces of tile. They were arranged. It was like a decorative element in the garden. There were these raised beds along the edge of the property. And there were these tiles in there. And they walked over and poked at a few of the tiles. And a lot of them just sat there. But then he saw, found one kind of underneath his window. It was loose. And when he pushed it back and forth, it wobbled back and forth. And that's when Ollie remembered the cat. He went back inside. He said, your cat? I said, yeah. Is an inside cat or an outside cat? He said, oh, well, he kind of does what he wants. Uh, a lot of times, in nice weather, he goes outside at night. I said, all right, I've got a theory here. Did you see the light last night? I said, yeah, we saw the light, but pretty late, like 4 a.m. or so. Did you see the light? I said, yeah, I saw the light earlier, like 1 or 2. I said, I'm going to come back tonight and test a theory. But I'm going to call you when I come. And, and you're going to tell me what you see. I said, all right, that sounds fine. Um, so I finished his coffee and then went off on his way and had breakfast and you know, went about a normal day, took a nice nap because he'd been up late that night. And that night, after dark, after the time the couple normally start behaving to bed, not before they're already asleep, but around that time. It was good at nighttime. Ollie went back to the house and he got there and he called him up. I said, All right, are you uh are you in your bedroom? And the husband said, Um, not right now, but I can I can go up there. 
But alright, yeah, let's just go up there and go ahead and turn off the light. And uh, which corner, which which side of the house is, is your bedroom on? And the guy told him it was, it was the northwest corner. So Ollie went around to the north side of the house, and he looked around in the garden, and there again were those same kind of tiles in the raised bed. He said, all right, Al, so you just hang out in there, and I'm going to try something, and you tell me if I stir up any ghosts. And I said, um, okay. It's a little worrying, but okay. Just like he'd done on the other side of the house, Ollie went around and kind of poked at the tiles and listened to hear if the guy said anything. And just like on the other side, we got kind of halfway across the yard and one of the tiles was kind of loose, kind of wobbled. So Ollie poked at it. The guy said, oh, the ghost is here. I said, so they're seeing the ghost now. I said, yeah, yeah, the light, the light's dancing on the, on the ceiling. It's on the ceiling this time, but yeah. Yeah, I see the ghost. What did you do down there to make it come? And I said, all right. Well, I've almost got this mystery solved. I don't think you're going to have any more. Well, I doubt you'll have much more in the way of ghosts tonight. But the question I have for you is, where is your cat? And the guy said, the cat? Uh, oh, the cat's in here, actually. I said, all right, that's good. Can you keep the cat inside the house just for tonight? He said, yeah, yeah, that'd be helpful, sure. I said, you keep the cat in the house, and then tell me if what I'm doing, if what I do down here makes the ghost stay away for the rest of the night, and I'll call you in the morning. Like I said, all right, it's kind of weird, but does the ghost, does the ghost like the cat or something? I said, let me, let me, let's test my theory, and then I'll explain everything in the morning. Okay. So, with the cat inside, do you know what Ollie did? What? He went home. Why? He went home because he had a theory and he wanted to test it. And in the morning, he stopped by and said, So, did the ghost come back last night? The guy said, No. Whatever you did scared the ghost away. And I said, all right. Well, I've got what I think is probably good news, but you might be a little disappointed. You've got no ghost. I've got no, no ghost, are you sure? I said, I'm sure. What you do have is a mischievous cat and some shiny tiles. What are you talking about? Come outside with me. Well, I walked him around and showed them the tile, and he said, See here, this tile, it's a very, very shiny tile, and it's pointed in such a way that the street light reflects off of that interior window. And normally you wouldn't notice it much, but when you wiggle it, and this one's loose, it dances on your ceiling. It's no ghost. It's your cat. Probably 
cleaning itself while sitting next to this tile. And the woman said, oh, yeah, the cat does like to sit in that part of the garden bed during the day. I guess he's coming out there at night. I said, yep. The man said, well, I have to admit, it was kind of exciting to think that we had a ghost, but it's probably best if we don't. And I said, yeah, I've met a few actual ghosts, and some of them were cool, but mostly you'd rather not have a ghost. So if you don't want to have your lights dancing, probably just, you know, fill in around the tile so that it doesn't waggle when the cat sits on it and scratches himself. And the woman said, well, I feel very silly. I've called out a famous detective to tell me that my cat is messing with us at night. And Ollie laughed and said, yeah, no, sometimes it's really a ghost or a werewolf, but a lot of times there's a simpler explanation. Hey, Dolly, there's You know, there's a, there's a term also when you have one job and you do another job at night, it's called moonlighting. So they've got a cat that moonlights as a ghost. <laughs> Maybe that's what this one's called. Oh, the octopus in the case of the moonlighting cat. It's kind of, it's not moonlighting. <laughs> All right, go to sleep, you.